first things first. Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Mason, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Andrew. Welcome back. Afternoon Drive, Goodman Mason. Watch us, milehighsports.com. You can reach us on the Granite Liquidators, excuse me, the Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed. They're the same company. You don't have to look at me that way, Danny. It's the same company. The Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed at Mace Denver at Eric Goodman. If you're looking for wholesale lumber to the public, go to rmfp.com. In the meantime, I want to tell you about Colorado Off-Road. If, if you are looking for major accessory brands on your truck, your car, your Jeep, your SUV, well, you can get it from Colorado Off-Road, and they install everything. If you need some aftermarket, not a problem. See, the big box stores, they're not going to get you some aftermarket. Why? Because they want to sell you something brand new. At Colorado Off-Road, they can get you something aftermarket, and they have over 90 years combined experience to get you what you want. Here's something else I really like about Colorado Off-Road. is the fact that Jerry grew up in Littleton. He is the owner. Colorado Off-Road is in Littleton, so he kept his place of business in his hometown. If you need it, they've got it. Upfit today at Colorado Off-Road or go to cooffroad.com. Time now for the buzz. The buzz is presented by Rocky Mountain Forest Products, where they specialize in wholesale lumber to the public. Go to Rocky Mountain Forest Products in Wheat Ridge or go to rmfp.com. All right, let's bring in our friend Sean Keeler, columnist for the Denver Post. And once again, um, he spares nobody when he writes. And man, <laughs> man, I mean, have they pulled, have the Rockies pulled your season credential yet? They, they haven't, but give, give them, well, you got four days. You got some time. I mean, goodness gravy. Uh, for those that didn't read it, give us the overall tenor, which is basically the Rockies and Dick Montford are an absolute joke. Not that anybody would disagree, but, but you, the, you just went into great detail. Well, again, what in there do you think was wrong? Nothing. Uh, yeah, I, I mean... Although, it, although the Monopoly reference was a little, well, you know, it was kind of... It was kind of mean, the Monopoly reference. I don't know. The I think the mean, yeah. Said, I loved it. Actually, I loved it. He said it himself. He said, we're, pull, we're, we're not going to go after Garrett Cole. We're a, we're a mid-market franchise. You're valued at $1.3 billion and you went up 2% in a year, which you had no fans and almost no games. You still had a return on this year. I, I don't, I'll stand by my Mr. Moneybags uh, anal- uh, analogy there. No, it was just calling it. Like it is, it, it sort of led in with the whole chemical leak of saying, you know, the comedy just keeps happening, sadly, uh, when it comes to 22nd Street and Blake. And it's kind of not funny anymore, but that's what we're bracing for. You have to, if, you know, it hurts too much to cry, you might as well laugh. And that's where the Rockies kind of are from everything you've read from various outlets over the last eight, nine days to uh, chemical leak to the, the whole Nolan heist to. Uh, you know, and that doesn't even factor in that. the injuries aren't a part of that. And stuff that happened with with Freeland and with with Oberg are kind of separate from that, and just kind of more karma than anything else. But boy, from a management perspective, there's a lot of uh, you know the old comedy Arrested Development. It's not that old, but it, I realize now that I'm older uh, than I want to be that it's been a while since it's been on the air. That there's a lot of that. There's a lot of the blues. Uh, with how uh, the Rockies do things. Yeah, I thought actually the the line that was the harshest, but I laughed at, was when you wrote, quote, it's like Moneyball, only we get the owner 
who cries poor at the beginning and tells his front front office mate to accept in the front range version. Our owners hire hires Pee Wee Herman instead of Brad Pitt. Unquote. Yeah, I, I was inspired by that video of Pee Wee Herman uh, inserted into Jurassic Park. Uh, I thought, what if you put him in Moneyball? He'd be okay. Uh, I can't really do a Pee Wee Herman, but uh, it just sounds like Kermit the Frog when I try to do it. But the, um, yeah, I, you know, and, and there was also, uh, I managed to get a radiation reference into uh, the remnants of Jeff Brodich's ego in there, too. So he took, he took a few digs in there. But, you know, I think back to last month and the post-Nolan, uh, you know, the, the post-mortem news conference they had, the public flogging that they kind of deserved to take there. I, I, I know I said this, I think, to you guys at the time, if we talked or not long after it, that I, I came out of that surprisingly feeling somewhat sorry for Jeff Breidich. Um, Not a lot, but more so than I did going in, because not only does he have too free a hand, he has too free a hand, not much counter uh, discussion within his front office. His boss not only trusts him impeccably, his boss thinks he knows baseball and is, is a front office guy in his own mind and has his own idea of what this roster should look like from a baseball perspective. Well, I would like to be a millionaire and play that game simply because I'm a millionaire. That would be fun. But the trouble is you have something that's an entertainment option that's also a part of, you know, that's part of the public discourse, that if they don't like your decisions for your fantasy baseball team, we all kind of have to pay for it. And certainly the folks who buy tickets have to pay for it or choose not to in this case. It just all... Again, it's it's kind of darkly comic. HBO could have a field day with this if they wanted to. Do you think, well, here, I don't want to put words in your mouth. Yeah, you do. Okay, maybe I do. You do. Let's picture the Rockies and Dick Monfort as a buffet. Pick one thing, and you can only pick one, that you most dislike about Dick Monfort being the owner. You can't pick two. You can take one thing, put it on your plate, and go back to your table. Pick one. Of the dislike buffet? Of the dislike buffet. Well, it's easy. Yeah. It's the one everyone else points out, too. It's loyalty. Fair. It's the same one everyone else does. And then I then I have to be careful not to put my White Sox fan hat on and, and, and ap- apply the same critiques I make of my own chosen team and, and, and their management. But, boy, there are some similarities there, brother. There really are. And that the thing that you have in common is you have all the people with a lot of money, with a lot of insular decisions who really don't care what anyone outside of this little circle thinks and they have paid for it and they need to prove us wrong until we won't believe that that insular nature is leading this thing off a cliff film in the least style. They've got to prove it to us, not the other way around. Well, here's something funny. You being a white Sox fan, I don't know if you know, um, back when I worked in Chicago, did the pre and post game shows for the White Sox. So I know that organization pretty well. And there are some similarities between Jerry Reinsdorf and Dick Montfort. One, pe- people probably don't know this. Uh, the Bulls practice is at what is called the Birdo Center in mm-hmm. Deerfield, Illinois. Birdo is Sherry Birdo. Sherry Birdo was Jerry Reinsdorf's secretary who passed away, I believe it was, of cancer, although I'm not sure. Jerry Reinsdorf certainly loyal to his secretary. Jerry Reinsdorf certainly loyal to Tony Larusa, bringing him back, right? <laughs> yeah. But yeah. the but the difference between Jerry Reinsdorf 
and even though he's a loyal guy and Dick Monfort is, he doesn't let people spend his money poorly. Jerry Reinsdorf is willing to spend, and Dick Monfort is willing to spend. I think the biggest problem I would have on the what I dislike most about Dick Monfort buffet is the fact that he picked the wrong person to spend his money because he's not cheap. He's not. He's not. He just, he's, he's just working with the wrong stockbroker who keeps picking losers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The payroll was top 10 until a month right. ago. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that's a fact. And then suddenly, you know, when you take a $25 million, you know, when you slice that off, uh, you suddenly go down the pecking order a little bit. Yeah, it's, it's cheap now. I think the published reports of some of the things that have happened with some of the clubhouse folks uh, in the last week and under the pandemic have not been flattering. Um, now, at the same token, I've had people call me and, and sources tell me that other people were not laid off and that there haven't been, unlike a lot of businesses in this town, uh, furloughs or anything of that nature. So that loyalty thing cuts both ways. You know, I always like to say, you know, go back to the Reinsdorf thing. I would love to work for Jerry Reinsdorf if I knew he liked me. I'd have a yeah. job for life. Right. I mean, I Jerry that's, Reinsdorf that's hired me. Jerry Reinsdorf was part of the hiring committee when I worked at Fox Sports Net. So I owe Jerry Reinsdorf a lot. People know but, me. Yeah, really? right. That's, really, yeah, but again, when to your point, when the portfolio manager <laughs> has you running in the red and you don't have you know, we're, you know, let's let's make a let's make a boat in the middle of the Suez parallel. When it's <laughs> when you can't turn that, how are we going there? You can't turn that ship around. Yeah. The, yeah, the teams that have payroll flexibility can turn that shit, just eat costs and go, so, sink it and run. You know, that's $60 million to those three relievers, or maybe it was four. You know, you, that, you, you are, this isn't the NFL. You're on the dime for that. you got to pay that. These guys are getting paid. Uh, and you're stuck. That cost is sunk. Well, now your ship is stuck. What do you do to turn it around? Well, we, we've already invested this. We have to wait and, and reload and and dig the sand out and start again. You know, they're, they're not the Yankees and the Red Sox and the Cubs and the Dodgers and turning over that TV money where they can do that and be flexible and be able to make mistakes. His, what, what struck me with Dick's comment about we can't afford the risk of a Garrett, of a Garrett Cole, no, they, they can't afford the risk of it not working out is what he should have said and that we just don't have the flexibility to, to if that lands wrong, i.e. Wade Davis, Ricky, et cetera, we, we can't get out of this. And, and that's kind of what they're in now. Yeah. I bought tickets for one of the Rockies games on this season-ending open. You're part of the problem, Mason. Well, You're enabling. You didn't even give me a chance. Help me out, Sean. You didn't even give He's me a chance to Mason ask the question. Mason is an enabler. You didn't even give me a chance to ask the question. You're enabling. No, let me ask the question, Sean. Am I part of the problem? Because I bought tickets willingly with my own money. To watch this. Well, first of all, you yeah. could have got them for free. So you're a jackass for that reason alone. You're in the media. Yeah. You can get Rocky's tickets whenever you want to. You guys need to go back to role playing. You get along much better. <laughs> Look, here, yeah. here, here, seriously, no, you are. It is. Any of us are. And hey, I like course. Hey, I like a summer day in course field too. I'm a baseball junkie. I'm, I'm dumb. I'm old. I, I, it's the thing where I, I, did the, I, I know, I don't know if you guys caught the rest of our preview where I was on the panel with Harold Reynolds and. Buster only and some people talking about the game. I love Major League Baseball. 
I don't love the people who run it. I don't love what they're doing with it. It hurts. But to your point, yeah, that is part of the problem because we are creatures of habit, and if we love the game and we love what is a good fan experience, we want it again. And unfortunately, it's back to you know back to another Chicago reference. The Rockies remind me of Wrigley pre-Theo and the Cubs pre-Theo, where you know Wrigley Field was just Iowa and Nebraska tourists. Uh, if they don't go, they either go west to to Coors or they go east to Wrigley and load up the buses and have a good time. And that revenue stream is always there, and there's no incentive to be good. Uh, how much is that going to change with this? How much would that change? How big of a boycott would have to happen? I think it would have to be significant. It would have to be game day significant, i.e. concessions, parking, uh, souvenirs. Uh, there are cases where that's happened uh, in other countries, in other leagues. I know you guys hate it if I bring up soccer, but yes, this happened with soccer teams. But they did eventually, a team forced an ownership change, or the fans did. So I'm not saying that can happen here because the revenue streams are absurd. Uh, relative to, say, a lower you know, English soccer tier club compared to what Major League Baseball gets. I mean, they're going to be getting 20% more just in TV revenue than they have you know, escalating each year starting next year. So uh, you do what you can, but what can you do, especially if you love those, those you know, nights out of course, watching the sunset? I don't know, get a bigger TV. Put that $300 into 4K, I guess. All right, real quick, have 30 seconds left. Andrew and I talked about this in the first hour of the show. Over-under is 100. You're betting. Rockies lose more than 100 or less than 100? Under, but I don't feel good about it. Yeah, like I went 99. under as well. I said like be, 99. That's like what I said. Real close. Dude, that's what I said to Andrew. I yeah. said it would be so Rockies to lose 99 games, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. We're, 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 running, we're running in that ship. We're heading that direction. Well, hopefully it doesn't block the canal. I hope not. Yeah. Sean, again, stop writing good columns, and I'll stop asking you to come on the show. All right. That's a promise. All right. So the next one's going to be a complete bomb, right? It's going that way now. <laughs> Just like this show. Thanks, Sean. Appreciate it. See you. All right. Uh, coming up after the break, now that the Nuggets have Aaron Gordon, which team has piqued your interest more, the Nuggets or the Avalanche? That's next. Schools, creepy girls never looked at me. Why should they? I ain't nobody got nothing.